What the fuck is the internet? The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Here's what we're looking for. Welcome back, guys. Um, we're Comet, and we're back with you for another week. Um, who do we have here today? What's going on, everybody? It's Esteban. Hi, I'm Andres. Hello, this is Luis. I kind of heard hootie who. Hootie who do we have here today? My name is Ash. Hootie <laughs> <laughs> who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Ash. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of news to discuss today but um before we get into that we usually as you guys know have the drink of the week and this time is ash's turn to feature his drink what are you drinking tonight here's the thing about this one uh i apparently got this uh tigre it was good uh it is good what had happened was on Monday, I started here. Oh, shit. And, and this is Damn. where I'm at. So on, sorry, boss. On Tuesday, when I showed up 17 minutes late, it was because of this. <laughs> um, it was very good. And uh, I didn't cry or nothing. I didn't confess any love. I didn't drunk text. Um, it was, uh, here's the thing, though, too, is uh, it was very smooth. It's very smooth, but there's that of aftertaste that, that like that grows like oh it's good i don't even and then it just kind of you know what i mean and then um what type of liquor is ojo de tigre it's uh i thought it was tequila i think it's okay i think it's tequila um yeah agave tequila right yeah all right here's what the one because i never have anything interesting uh our friend Vanessa hooked me up with this. Fuck, it's, a, it's the light. Sorry. Uh, it's the first time having it. I'm going to butcher the name. Grolsk. 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 Fuck, I'm sorry. Grolsk. That's not even better. G R O L S C H for comics and cocktails. We should probably edit that out so that I don't like butcher that name. Grolsk. It's a premium Pilsner beer and nobody helps me because it's like fucking. It's Grolsk. You got it. Thank you. Sorry. I don't have um, you on screen. I had to pull you, put, move it over. Yeah, you're drinking ghost lager. I am. Oh, okay. Girls. I was okay. trying to use it. Um, it's 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 uh it's not for me. It's skunky uh, because it's a green bottle. The same kind of taste you get from like Heineken. Mm-hmm. You know how you get that skunkiness? Ah, like right when you said that, I didn't even know. Yeah. The color of the bottle affects the the beer. The amount of light that goes through. Yep. That's why most bottles are darker. Hold on. Everybody knows this? Yeah, man. It's science. It's science. It's like, <laughs> I'm here to get drunk. I ain't here to do no goddamn science experiments. Like, Andres says it, and it's blowing my mind. And then I see Carmen and, and Esteban be like, yeah, well, everybody knows that. Like, <laughs> fuck me. Like, so, hey, now that you say that. So we're the assholes, huh? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I had no idea. It's not a, it's not a chaser beer. It's very much if you're drinking that you're drinking this like i tried to chase it it's not it's not well my corona like i usually have not everybody uses beer as a chaser usually people use lime or they use juice you my friend you have the most generic shirt i've seen in my life it's like 
comedy, not like <laughs> Tom Segura. It's just all of comedy. I am a fan of. Bam. Um, yeah, no, it's only only an alcoholic such as yourself, sir, that drinks hard alcohol and you chase it with beer. Like you say it so casually at this point. Like this isn't really a chaser. This is more of a, a <laughs> sit that like motherfucker. Nobody chases their alcohol as yourself. Well, I think in the alcohol world, you're more of a wuss if you chase it. But I just can't take. I just can't take the aftertaste of this. No, I know. It's just uh, it's a, it seems like you use Corona to sober up, which is funny. Yeah, to sober up. Yeah, <laughs> Corona. Yeah, oh, fuck that. I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sipping this Corona. I need to hydrate. I'm like, yeah, I'm a drophead. Mm. But yeah, both are good. Uh, not for me. This is really good, and and clearly, I had a great Monday night, but. But um, yeah, oh, like you they, drank the whole amount on Monday night. Yeah, what you told us. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But it, it's not a call, cry for help. It was like throughout the whole night. But yeah, it was not. It was a bad. It was a bad. And I had to drive all the way to Brea, so it was like a bad. So, but I liked it. Got it. It's a good. Well, thank what's you a good, for that. Hmm. Sorry. Uh, Andreas, what's a, I know you corrected me, uh, and I do realize I cut you off, Carmen. I do apologize. I do apologize. Um, what is a good tequila that's kind of like, I'm not going to break the bank because you know, clearly that's how much I drink. So I brought Jose Cuervo once and you almost ripped me apart. So just because it's gross. I'm trying to help you. But what, what's like a good, like Uh, barbecue, everybody. There is this good TikTok I follow, and the guy does like nothing but like uh, like his whole thing is tequilas, and he hates like the higher price stuff because it has like additives or you're you're paying for a fancy bottle, so it comes out to one fifty. So it'll show show you like price tiers of like really good tequila. So I'd have to go through his stuff to to because I don't have any in memory. I know it's like a decent price one is uh, Tres Geranaciones. That is like my favorite, like easy to find brand. Uh, so that would be my go-to. I like the Reposado, but a lot of people don't. So if you like the silver, they would have. Do you know the TikTok offhand? I don't have it all shared in the group. And then if you all like, we could share it on a post. Good. Um, Migos is really good. I mean, it's like a, you know, like over the counter is kind of oh. not over the counter that's the, like the dude, the uh, term, the but, dude. Uh, <laughs> have a for casamigos the, the dude hates any uh any like uh celebrity endorsed or celebrity tequilas oh god uh, oh, oh yeah okay. but but yeah it casamigos is, is that bad right? Oh, he I hates the rock versions of it, but just the silver. I think I have. Bro, the, no, 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 because no, the rock, the the Terramano one is disgusting. Yeah. It's gross, and and he, I ended up buying. It. Yeah, I ended up buying the Reposado one, you know, and even still, that oh. one was that was disgusting. As my sister says, is disgusting. It, it's it's nasty, dude. And, mm-hmm. and like I was reading a few like articles about it about pe- what people were saying. They're like, oh, it's better if it's cold. Like, no, Dick. Like, if it's good tequila, it's it's good either room temperature or cold. It doesn't matter. Like, like I the, don't the- need my bottle of tequila to come with a caveat of like the only when it's cold, it's good. It's like, yeah, it should exactly. be good. It should be good all the time, regardless on the temperature of the bottle like it's that's ridiculous well we will find you a tequila and then you can tell us about it next time now um taste test yeah 
What um, do you think about the tentacle? This is great. <laughs> More dead. <laughs> and here's number eleven. <laughs> Keep drinking. I remember um, that. Last week, Ash, also it was your show, and you uh, gave a recommendation of something to watch. I do believe that was to Andreas for Sucker Punch. I do yes. And I have not been able to get to watch it. It's been a hectic week, but <laughs> I have free time tomorrow since it's my day off, and I will do a special cut in that we could clip in, and I'll send it to the group. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Luis, did you watch the, the one that I recommended to you? <laughs> no, because I'm a horrible human being. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was he was laughing when I heard the recommendation. I was like, I oh, saw I saw his face. Too. I saw his face. He was just like. <laughs> Why do I suck? Why are you friends with me? <laughs> because, you're, because you're an amazing person. That's why. Ah, but I didn't watch your recommendation. So I too will be watching this. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, I will give my recommendation. It's not going to be to either one of you because yes. you have homework already. So <laughs> um, fantastic. <it's- laughs> It's going to go um, to a seven, and hopefully a seven, you have not watched this film. Um, My second recommendation past- ever, yes. <laughs> have they always been for me? I feel like they have. It's, it's, it, I think Andres and I are the only ones that really don't get uh, recommendations. Not, not saying it because like I'm crying about it or anything like that, but I think it's just that we watch so much. So To be fair, I did give you a recommendation. I wanted to say, I'm like, this motherfucker never even watches them. But then I also didn't watch it either, so. Oh, my bad. So this is my third one then. My third recommendation. You know, we're like at fucking, what, 73 shows? How, how does a recommendation? How? Okay. Maybe Carmen gets them all, huh? I think Carmen does get them all. Yeah, because I haven't watched a lot of things, which I appreciate to be educated. So yeah, it's all good. The, the first one that I got was six, was Succession from Carmen. And then Andres gave mm-hmm. me Kingdom of Heaven, the director's cut. So then now... I'm excited. What is it? What is it? What is it? Fucker, I gave you Nate Bergetzi. Oh, that's right. Oh, this is four. I've only gotten three that matter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, the only reason why they matter is because you don't watch the shit that I send you, man. (laughs) I I have a feeling that this is the second time that Luis hasn't seen something that Estelle has recommended. It is, because he didn't see. Hold on. No, it was like, can you please not talk about it? I saw the whole season like that. There was one that you voted for like a month and a half. Take you to watch the prophecy. Oh, that took me like three weeks for sure. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Okay. It was a month and a half. All right. Well, you know, first you make a mistake, (laughs) then first time shame on you, and then or shame on me. All right. Second time shame on both of us. Shut the fuck up. Even he got through that way better than you. I know, right? You're not gonna fool me again. But I'm the asshole. Fuck me, right? I right, sorry. Recommendation. Continue. Um, I hope that you have not watched the following movie. It's on Netflix, The Power of the Dog. If not Bill Burr's in there. The Benedict Cumberbatch one? Yes, it is. Ooh, I have not seen that one. It's a really good film um, for the rest of the cast. If you have time and want to watch it, I 100% recommend it. It's nominated for a lot of Academy Awards. Um, and that's what caught my attention on watching it. Um, it's really, really good. It's um, heavy as far as like the masculinity subject and like how it portrays um, 
men and how they deal with masculinity so it's a really good movie in regards to that um so i'm excited to hear your your thoughts on on it and like what your takeaway is and then we can discuss i'm down um so yes and also to for you listeners as part of our show we always like to invite you to comment and participate and give us recommendations if you have any or any feedback on any of the topics that we talk about um so for those um luis is going to help us out to see what comments we have gotten um for the past episodes yes i will uh so yeah just like carmen said this is uh, the part of the show where we like to uh highlight the comments that we're getting on on anything we at the top of the show to let you be a part of the conversation if there's anything that you want to discuss or a conversation you want us to be to get started uh leave us a comment and we will read it on the following episode uh so that being said uh we have a comment that was uh, uh that we got from mickey mosky uh, and this is a comment on a parody video that we made. Uh, we redid the trailer of Batman vs Superman, and I know it's never going to die, guys. Uh, and it is a parody video of Batman vs Superman, except we throw in romantic music, making it look like it's a love movie when it's actually them fighting each other. And so Mickey Mosky uh, commented, "OMG, Superman found his rich papa." Found his sugar daddy, <laughs> and that's actually pretty. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So, uh, uh, and yes, Mickey Mosky, you are absolutely right. They they did do that, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, and awesome. the uh, and also recent subscriber, we're up to ninety two. Ninety two. Um, and then we got another uh, comment from Heavyweight for episode seventy two. I was listening to the radio. They commit. Uh, they committed, committed, committed on the Batman movie. They said that there was a poll of who is the best Batman. The results were Ben Affleck. Do you disagree or agree with the results? FYI, I was unable to. Okay. Uh, uh, Carmen, it's your show. I'll let you take that first. Uh, the poll on a supposed radio station is the who is the best Batman. And uh, the results came in that Affleck was the best Batman. Um, kick us off. Well, I think I have expressed my thoughts on this before, which I uh, Ben Affleck was not a favorite Batman of mine, so I would not agree with the poll. Um, what about you guys? Well, who who would you disagree, agree, and then if you disagree, who? Oh, got it. So it, because I'm disagreeing, uh, it would be oh my gosh, why do, do I always forget his fucking name? Christian Bale? Uh, Christian Bale. Yes, Christian Bale. He would be um, my favorite Batman. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the recent film, but yes, uh, Christian Bale still. Uh, seven. How about you? Um, I'm gonna say George Clooney. No, fuck that guy. <laughs> Him and his tequila. Um, no, what's so, you? what's that? He's got uh, one too. Yeah. <laughs> The Casamigos was the Casamigos. Oh shit, my yeah, he sold it. Yeah, he sold it. Um, so it's like I kind of want to lean more towards nostalgia and kind of say Michael Keaton, uh, only because he was the f- like my first Batman, you know. And then I saw the Adam West ones uh, afterwards uh, because my grandma would watch them. 
uh, to kind of like learn a little bit of English and stuff like that. So um, I will say that I think the perfect combo as Bruce Wayne Batman is Christian Bale, but I would say that best Batman is Michael Keaton. So I don't think Michael Keaton played a very good Bruce Wayne. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Ash, what about you? Uh, Keaton all the way, but I think they've all played a here. Here's what I'm I'm gonna be the most PC I've ever been probably, but everybody has been the perfect Batman for the movie type that that person did. Fucking Keaton in fucking going against Jim Carrey and fucking you know what I mean? Like clearly you saw this wasn't for you. Blah blah blah. Like even though Val Kilmer kind of he tried, he did a a decent job, but like again the overall like I'm explained as a bat. Like you 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 can only do the best you can because like. I don't think anything other than for myself, anything other than from dusk till dawn. I, for me, George Clooney is just always playing George other than dusk till dawn. And I think that's just because of the writing and it made him not be George. He still had the weird twitches, but like even Adam, even uh, I've never been, I was great on Adam West when I was a kid and it was like, we didn't, nobody took it serious. And then fucking, Batman came out and that was the first person to take it serious. And then that it was over. It was over for me. Like it's just such sentimental. The same thing with Spider-Man. Like I love Andrew Garfield, but like, like somebody again, took it serious. I don't know why I think it's such a fucking hard thing, but it, and what kind of really opened my eyes were a lot of people, no matter what everybody's saying is like, Twilight's never going to be my Batman. Okay, cool, bro. So you're not going to see this fucking movie because of one person and then all of a sudden, fucking in a year or whenever it starts streaming and you're fucking all over the place, like, yeah, bro, remember you said you weren't ever going to see it? Like, so that's what everybody was talking about. That's how I felt with like Succession. I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool, bro. Yeah. And then now like fucking I'm yelling at the TV because it's such a great fucking movie. But um, anyway, but and that's kind of what opened my eyes to like, well, Clooney wasn't horrible. I mean, that it, it was a fucking horrible high freeze on Batman. But I mean at the same time it's it was not taken serious so why waste a christian bale a, a a fucking method actor on that um but yeah uh keaton all the way um i will say action wise i think batfleck has been the most batman i feel like uh arkham city when you're watching batfleck as opposed to kind of even up to today like uh, you know, other way it's block punch, block punch, and blah blah blah. But Keaton, or excuse me, Batfleck was the, you know, jump over you, break your fucking head on a box. Like that's been the most, you know, uh, Batman so far as that. But that's what kind of opened my eyes. Uh, they were the perfect Batman for that. Uh, I don't know who else got the police. Uh, you said it well uh, as far as the the different. He said a lot. He sure did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> different Batman were good for their universes that they that they established like I, I love what they did with Affleck is he the best would I call him the best Batman I, I can't but I mean but yeah like the Arkham City like that was very comic booky while um, Christian Bale felt more grounded uh, as like the whole Batman thing and I really enjoyed that feeling uh, to quote you they're taking it seriously so I'm gonna go Christian Bale just based off of that the like that felt like it took it to like it felt like this is something that can actually happen 
which obviously it can't, you know, like, but it's it made it feel grounded enough to that it. Andres. And Andres. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's going to be Christian Bale, even though I want it to be different than everybody else and say like Val Kilmer or something. But uh, <laughs> I do not. I, I yeah, I wouldn't rank uh, Ben Affleck as my favorite, but like Louise said, I did enjoy him very much. Um, his portrayal as Batman. I yeah, his movies would. would were written like whatever like i love henry cavill as superman even though he was written terribly it's i don't blame even brandon routh i don't blame uh that those movies on his portrayal i would have loved to see more out of both of them um which i would have loved to see more of ben affleck it's just he was bogged down by a bunch of bullshit and like literally every movie's come out in as batman so i don't uh, he wouldn't be the first one i would say is my favorite i would have loved to see more from him and maybe get his own shit and see them s- develop something that way uh mine I, it's gonna be christian bale just because it was like like he still had some jokey quality to it and maybe uh depending on the time of your life where you're maybe in the mood for more slapstick with your action adventure and that's acceptable and maybe when you grow older you see things differently if that's not what you're looking for and maybe uh in my time i guess i was ready for a little bit more serious take on batman so that's why maybe i like it more but i'm sure as i it's been a while since i've watched the original batman with michael keaton uh and the second one so maybe if i would watch it i would fall back in love with his portrayal as it um but yeah, since it's fresh in mind, I'm gonna go ahead and say Christian Bell. Okay. I'm trying hard to shut up. And uh, that. Oh, concludes, it's okay. And that, was, and that concludes our conversation. So that part, fucking, uh, where Deadshot versus Batman. That's a fucking such a strong scene because, like, I don't want to hurt you in front of this kid because that's pretty much fucking what happened to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that could have been done. It. I feel like it was done really well, but I'm, I'm talking about Suicide Squad one. Yeah. Um, just like little nuances and little fucking nuggets. I feel like Ben Affleck, his Batman probably would have been Argo, the town. Like, probably would have been okay, good, great. Sorry, Carmen, go ahead. Uh, sorry to add on to what you were saying since you went there. Uh, I think his like fighting style was more not so much martial arts but like aggressive brawler i'm gonna fuck you up and hurt you to put you out of the way so i can go do what i gotta do um but it still had like batman's ethos especially on that scene where it's like i'm not gonna fucking kill this dude or or hurt this dude in front of his son because he knows specifically where it's gonna lead yeah so but yeah since we are on the topic of batman so would you guys would you like to have seen um, William Defoe as Joker? At what age? Well, not now. So probably maybe younger. Let's say like he was in his late thirties, probably. Yeah, if I see him a little bit more, more like apocalypse now, William Defoe. So in in the fucking seventies, like late seventies, William Defoe. <laughs> sure, but if it was now, like let's say take him from that period to now would we like to see that or do we if you can, if you can i mean he's a good defense. character after right so maybe um go ahead Andres. i didn't mean to cut you off 
No, it's okay. I was cutting you off. Uh, I was going to say if you got the William Defoe from uh, the Maze, uh, Spider-Man as when he played the Green Goblin. The so. Green Goblin. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Luis, any thoughts? Ash? I think that he played Green Goblin better now than he did in Spider-Man 1. Really? It was a little bit more grounded. It was a little bit more... There was a lot more story that was in... I had nothing to do with it. Like, there was less cheesy lines there was still kind of they made the best of of what they had and they made it great because they made those lines make sense but when you had such a great movie and you have him being the main villain and you didn't concentrate so much on him like he was a great villain and then like even during that spoiler alert the turn like it was i don't know it was a lot better than you know uh don't don't tell harry like there was a lot it was a lot better. It was a lot. The lines were better. And I think that kind of uh, Joker written mm-hmm. by a very good person, like, fuck, he could play it now. And it would be like a Batman Beyond Joker. You know what I mean? That could be cool. Yeah. Uh, I think just somebody saw that picture and put the fucking Joker makeup on it. And somebody wants to see it so bad that the idea is better than the outcome. Understood. Luis, any thoughts? Um, do do I want to see it? Not particularly, but if he got casted as it, I think he would do an amazing job. Like he's, uh, uh, he's such a good actor that it would be like, oh, I, it'd be interesting to see him throw himself at that role. Uh, but, uh, but I'm not like, oh my god, this would be great. Like it's that's not really a thought of mine. I'm also kind of, uh, I'm okay with the Joker. Like let's leave him. Like I feel like he's gotten a lot of attention and uh, he is a great villain, but there's a much bigger rogue gallery in the Batman universe. So I'm like, let's like I understand the excitement over it, you know, the Prince of Crime. Uh, but like, uh, let's let let's let's give it some time. Let's go somewhere else. Let's 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 check out Scarface. Let's check out Calendar Man. Let's check out some of these other Clayface. Oh, like some other like yeah i think it's time i think we got in a lot of batman stories featuring joker or even like you said uh and joker projects on their own so mm-hmm. i think i agree with you as well as let's see other villains or their arsenal of a lot of roles that could feature be featured right and then i think that's probably what's going to happen with the arkham show that's going to be on HBO so I mean looking forward to that seems like it's going to be very reminiscent of uh, Batman the animation show so the animated show so I'm looking forward to that because I quite enjoy that um, but in other news uh, Carmen, who saw the yes is was the guy in Batman Tim Drake in Titans yes it was right okay I, yes, I saw him and I was like, it, uh, it's not linked to worlds. It's just happened to be cast kind of thing, right? So, I think okay. it happened to be cast, yeah. It, it I don't think it's fresh in my brain anything. right when you said that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did a double take when he showed up on the screen. I was like, wait, what? But yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think there was anything behind that, yeah. Um, but uh, any of us see the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer? Okay, let's talk about it. Uh, give me your initial thoughts, Andres. Uh, so just because it was an Obi-Wan Kenobi show I was going to watch, uh, he is 
my favorite character in the Star Wars universe. So I was already in, and I especially loved, uh, now I'm blanking on his Ewan McGregor's portrayal. So I was already looking forward to it and Hayden uh, Christensen coming back. Christensen. But that trailer was incredible. Uh, as soon as you see Obi-Wan, it's like, oh, shit. It like brought nostalgia back to me. So anything going forward with that, I'm like all about it, and I can't wait. So now counting down for it counting die till may 25th when it comes out sweet uh louise your thoughts um it looks really good the there is a certain love in my heart good trailer and it's like Mm -hmm. once the show comes out we we talked about this like three episodes ago like what's that trailer that you still think of i think one of uh me and andres agreed on the punisher trailer with uh the metallica playing with it you know when it's Mm -hmm. revealing um, in this trailer, uh, the Duel of the Fates playing, like, oh my god, it's a talk about nostalgia. Like, it just immediately tugged on my heartstrings, and it's like, <sighs> like, there's so much here. Like, there's so much, there's so much, and yet so much has not been revealed. Like, uh, such a beautifully pieced together trailer of we're gonna show you shit you probably knew was gonna be in it. Like, you see Luke, little Luke, you know, uh, you see him, Duel of the Fates, and then he's trying to stay uh like low-key or whatever but uh yeah i'm excited um Esteban. um as soon as that lucas uh films you know uh logo came on and the duel of fates choir just started i'm just like yes bitch let's fucking do this like i was excited <laughs> i i was so excited um and there's a lot of things that i saw that i was that i'm really excited for I, i'm overall i mean Book of Boba Fett missed on a certain on a few things, but uh, it doesn't. I don't think it takes away from the show. And again, still feel that you know Star Wars has done no wrong thus far, as far as the content that's showing up on Disney Plus. So, so there's that. I, I'm super excited for it. There's a lot of things that I saw, and I'm like, wait, is that what I think it is? I love the fact that we see the Inquisitors in there. Um, I was so fucking stoked when I saw that. I was so excited. Um, and, and just, uh, I haven't played Fallen Order yet, but there's certain things in the trailer that hints to Fallen Order, um, to the video game Fallen Order. Um, there was a, a, a shot in there where you see a blaster and it, and legit looks like Han Solo's blaster because apparently they're saying that this the obi-wan series is supposed to take place a year after solo so uh is it possible that we're probably going to see you know uh han solo maybe maybe not you know uh so so we'll see what happens um the one thing that that i'm very and i'm gonna sound like a dad right now and i don't give a shit the one thing that i'm super disappointed about is everyone like already bashing the trailer like it's just like what the fuck do you guys want like everyone that's just already hating on the trailer like the the star wars the star wars fans that are trying to compare the live action characters the character the animated characters that showed up on rebels and in the clone wars and stuff like that like i'm just like you guys can't fucking be happy can you like you can't you, you bitch and complained about cad bane how he doesn't look like cad bane you know in the end do you guys not realize what fucking uh, Count Dooku looked like with the elongated face and all? It's just like, come on, like it's you're taking something that's been animated or 
you know, the animators took some liberties to the characters and, you know, now we're getting live action. It's like, you can't be fucking happy. Like that's the, I think that's the one thing that I'm super annoyed about is like when I'm scrolling through social media, I see people doing artist rendition of what, oh, what they should look like. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like you can't be happy. Like they cast these amazing actors to play in these roles and it's, they don't look just like the cart they animated. So fuck off, dude. But I'm super excited about it. I know May's going to be extremely busy because it's what May 25th that it drops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the day before May 24th, Halo drops. So it's just like May's going to be fucking crazy with content. So I'm I'm excited. Ash, did you happen to catch the trailer? I did. Uh, you kind of got, you guys kind of said everything. The the thing I I've always loved about Ewan McGregor is like uh, I've proven myself time and time again. So if you only know me as fucking obi-wan cool bro like but i mean some people only know me from train spotting like i love people that are their characters like not are the characters like fucking what i said about george clooney but like just embrace there's no bad there's no fucking i need to do 50 other movies that make me not obi-wan he doesn't have that in it. so it's gonna be great and uh i i do like this world and i didn't even think about that the han solo thing like if as young as luke looks he didn't look that far off from but how old is Luke supposed to be in the OG? Light teenager? Yeah, like yeah. 17, 18, because the next summer or next spring. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, yeah. yeah. But then that would advance Hugh McGregor to look like Ellen. Like if we're supposed to timeline this. Yeah. He, he wouldn't be all of a sudden 60. He right? looked old because of the force. He made him look like an old hermit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to. I, I understand. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Like, I totally get it. No, like my nerd brain even been like, oh, that, 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 yeah, I can see that. Like that makes sense. Yeah, like you, I can see that happening. You just adopt the the rationale. Uh, Well, I mean, when when they were blocked, when um, uh, Mace was blocking the the lightning, and it was turning him the, the emperor old. Like I thought, maybe something. If we're going to accept this timeline, but other than that, I can give a fuck. I mean, you could do. A million spring-offs. I know that's the wrong word, but... Um, spin-offs. Spin-offs. Thank you. Close enough. <laughs> and, and I'm going to be happy. I, I'm just excited that we're getting Joel Edgerton to reprise his role as Uncle Ben. And I can't remember her name, but she she came out in, you know... Baru? Uh, and Yeah. And she's reprising her role as Aunt Baru. Yeah. Baru. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm super excited oh. about that. There, there's a certain there's a certain scene in there where uh, you see Obi Wan and Uncle Ben walking by, and they make eye contact. So it's like they're obviously aware of you know they know each other obviously because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, you see Obi Wan handing Luke over to them. Mm-hmm. So he's aware of it, you know. But I want to see the relationship develop between Uncle Ben and Obi Wan because you can tell in a new hope that like he doesn't like uncle ben doesn't want have to have anything to do doesn't want luke to have anything to do with obi-wan so i want to see i want to see that that you know that relationship develop i think that's what i'm super excited for you know it was cool to see luke sitting on top of the hut you know like if he was pod racing it it brought it brought back a lot of anakin vibes which was actually really really cool like father like son yeah exactly um but yeah i saw this i saw this post and and it was just like this girl was this girl was saying uh and like legit like she was like crying because she's a hardcore star wars fan and she goes 
I didn't believe it when they said Star Wars was going to be a tale of Luke till his death. You know, if you really think about it, we saw baby Luke at the end of Revenge of the Sith. We're getting adolescent Luke in the Obi-Wan series. We had Luke as a teenager and then, you know, growing up in the original series. And then now we, and then we in the, and then the sequels or the, the um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi all the way up until he, you know, turned into a, first, a Force ghost. I thought that shit was actually kind of cool. You know what I mean? Just to kind of think of it that way. It's like Star Wars is a story about Luke Skywalker essentially, or the Skywalker line, which is, I think, pretty fucking... I think I share with all of you guys as well in the thoughts of being excited. I'm definitely super excited that we get to see the Inquisitors uh, live. Uh, that's something I've been waiting for, so uh, can't wait. From May 25th, as you mentioned, a 7 is going to be a busy month, and it's right around the corner. So uh, speaking of things that we're going to be right around the corner, but no longer will be, is a lot of projects have been pushed back. Um, <laughs> to start off is Black Adam got pushed back three months. Uh, they, I read somewhere that it was because they put Super Pets to be released when uh, Black Adam was going to be released. Um, so that was on July 29th. So Super Pets will be released that day and Black Adam gets pushed three months. The other movies that were delayed are um, The Flash to June of 2023, Aquaman to March of 2023, and Shazam to December of this year. Um, what do we think of these delays? Is it, is it, does it matter? Do you think there's something to it? Is it just like post-production kind of things or maybe yeah, go ahead. I'm happy that there's delays on it because it felt very ambitious when Warner Brothers at the beginning of this year is like 2022 is the year of DC and it like all the like movies that are coming out and they were like really trying to make a statement like, yeah, DC, fuck you. Like, and what worried me is like, we haven't seen trailers to half of these movies that you're saying are going to come out. And I just got nervous that you're going to try to rush a project, which is this the same mistake we keep making like it just keeps happening and mm -hmm. i'm the idiot that keeps going to these movies and defends them and finds little snippets of content that i like in it so the idea that they're pushing it back excites me because they're looking at the creative team that's behind each of these projects and if they feel that they need more time they're giving them more time you know uh so i'm it's it's like when you're baking a cake like you don't take it out of the oven early. You need to, it needs to be finished. And if they're working on it, let them finish it. I will have my delicious Aquaman and Black Adam cake. Anyone else have any thoughts on cake or? <laughs> cake, cake is good. Cake is delicious. Some cake. Get out of here. Log off. <laughs> Log off. Oh. <laughs> Uh, to answer the question at hand, uh, I do I care? No, uh, I, I don't. I wasn't like hard up to see these movies, anyways. So if they get pushed back, okay, cool. It's not gonna affect anything, and I'm not like even going to see movies that I fucking I'm dying to see right now. So a movie that I half care about gets pushed back. All right, well, fuck it. I'll wait for it to come out on fucking HBO. Yeah, I mean you're not lying, dude. Um... I think yeah. after the news that it that 
the DC ended up pushing back the um, the the films. James Wan was the first one. He like he took a photo of his uh, work desk at home or his home office. He's, the, the dude's got a, a sick setup. He's got like four monitors next to each other, and and he's editing Aquaman. And he even put on there, he's like, I'm editing Aquaman, you know, Aquaman two, and uh, on a side part. What he's also doing is editing a director's cut of Aquaman. So he's, he even said, he's like, I'm super thankful that we have now more time where I can finish this the way that I want to finish it. So, Isn't that a red flag already that he's cutting both movies and he has a director's cut out right now? There's also that. That's, so. that's not good, right? That Probably the make the studio happy version and the one verse or one... One verse. That that's what I like about Reeves uh, with the Batman. Uh, he has come out in multiple interviews saying that there is no other cut. There's no nothing. This is it. This is yeah, the like cut that's, that I wanted. That's how it should be, right? I mean, much agreed. agreed. Much agree that it yeah. should be like this is how I see it. If you want to get somebody else to do the fucking movie and do what you want, then you get exactly. that fucking person. Or yeah. don't hire me to do this movie. Like, it wasn't, like, exactly. shots fired at Snyderverse, uh, the Snyder cut and all that, but, like, the way he said yeah. it, like, it's like he was squashing the hashtags before they could even start. It's like, yeah. this is my movie. This is my cut. He's like, there's one deleted scene that I will release later. He's like, but this is the cut. And we'll talk about that uh, during our spoiler section of this episode. Stay tuned. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and I'm, it should be that. You know, but then it goes back. It always goes back to contracts and shit. Whenever the, the directors sign off for contracts, if if there's not a clause in there for the director to have final say on there, the studio is going to end up putting their, uh, you know, getting their grubby hands on it and saying you can't do that or we don't want that or we don't want this. And then we have another suicide shit going on, you know. And then we got people left and right, and David Ayer even saying there's another cut. That's not my movie. That's not my movie type thing. You know. Oh, so yeah. Okay. To, to Luis's point, it's like he's squashing the rumors before they even start, and which is great, you know, and, and I'm happy for it. And I and after the film that I saw, I'm glad there's not another cut to it, you know. So <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. You know what's fucked up is that we always talk, or I always talk about that, you know, Toby Maguire's third movie that was fuck you, Toby. Uh, but those were like, you know, those fucking uh our key demographics says that blah 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 are really big right now and blah 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 could you fit that in and blah 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 and then you make them happy then they fuck you over and take the fucking franchise away from you because they fucked up but we don't we don't know that they blame the actor or they blame whatever but directors yeah, yeah. yeah and it's and it's all that bullshit to to sell toys that's what it is initially it's to sell toy you know so that's that's what it is carve it back to you <laughs> um i think we're at a point in our show where um spoilers are to be uh upcoming so if you have not yet watched the batman movie you should probably say goodbye and come back to this when you have watched it um, but do come back because the conversation, I am sure, is going to be exciting. Um, and having said that, riddle me this. The less of them you have, the more one is worth. Chandler, Monica, yeah. Rachel. <laughs> exactly. <Friends. Yeah. laughs>
friends. Um, uh, so I will kick it off to um, kick it. Luis. Tell us your thoughts. <laughs> I was hoping you'd go to me. Sorry, right. Luis, real quick. It's yeah. funny because right when you're right when you're deciding who's gonna go, I feel like I said kick it. It's like fuck you, fuck yourself. Like I fuck myself over. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, Luis. I'm sorry. It just made me laugh. I won't. Head. I won't hit all the all the keynotes because <laughs> because I know you you guys have uh, uh, comments on it. Uh, the the thing that a lot of people are talking about. I wanted to address this because I saw this on an interview. Uh, uh, there was an interview with IGN. There was an interview with the Collider that Matt yeah. Reeves did. Uh, nearing the end of the film, he, uh, the, the Riddler, has a conversation with a untitled uh, Arkham prisoner, which clearly seems to us that it's the Joker. Um, when I I was enjoying the whole film. When I saw that, my heart sank a little bit because I'm just like, God damn it. Like, leave him alone for a second, you know? And so I was a little bit withdrawn. Um, and then when I, and then I saw an interview uh, with him and he talks about it. He doesn't name it. He's like, there's the unmet, the unnamed uh, Arkham patient. Yeah. He's like, so because it's it was well established at the very beginning of the film that he's two years in, when he's doing his long Halloween monologue, uh, it's like Thursday, October 31st, you know, and he's just kind of going through that. He's like, I've been at this for two years. And he's like, just explaining that. So uh, what the director was explaining in this interview is that he wanted that scene. He left that there because he wanted to demonstrate that this is someone of Batman's past within the first two years of what we haven't seen, similar to we know that Bruce's parents got murdered, but we didn't see it because the audience knows about it. This was his way of saying the Joker existed, but he just didn't go by the name of the Joker. He met him in his infancy because the Batman villains, they up the, 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 ante. the ante when to like match Batman. They're like, oh, the theatrics, like, like we're going to do crazy shit so this is actually someone of batman's past that's there they've already had a run-in which is why he's in arkham uh is number one so when i i saw the movie a second time with that lens and i very much see that i'm like oh you're making it a point like at first i was afraid that it was like setting up for the following villain but then in watching it a second time after seeing that interview it's like oh no 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 you're assuring us that the story has been told he may pop in at some point later but it's like oh this is already this is already a done story moving so that people aren't like what about joker like no 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 like he's in jail <laughs> now moving on uh oh god uh as far as the possibility ign did another fucking great uh poll of uh the different inspirations of uh uh the the comics uh for it of like where it's going to go but before we go, before I go into that, I'll, I'll let it go around the room. Uh, I loved it. It was a great, it was a great horror feeling movie. It's uh, the Riddler was sloppy. Like when he's bludgeoning someone to death, he just looks like a panicked person that has no skill. And it's just like fucking, I was, he's wailing on the dude with the blunt object. It's like, oh my God. Uh, and seeing the crime scene and Batman trying to like kind of piece it all together. Uh, 
fucking bloodshot eyes when he's looking at evidence. Like, it just looked very good. Really good. God damn it. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I loved it. I can't wait. Seven, your thoughts? Oh, shit. I give it a 10 out of 10. I'm not even kidding. It, it was such a good film. Um, it, I'm glad. Like, this was a Batman where I was able to forget that there was any other Batman films. You know what I mean? Like this stood alone by itself as its own original story. And the mere fact that it was able to do that, especially with the previous films before, it's, I, Matt Reeves did a fucking fantastic job. Such a great job. Uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin was phenomenal. Uh, you know, the, the actor that played, uh, Gordon was fucking fantastic. And is it just me or does Matt Reeves just look like a fucking commissioner Gordon? Does he not look like commissioner yeah. Gordon with, with it, with his mustache and everything and the, the way he is, 100%. um, you know, uh, Zoe Kravitz was fucking perfect as Catwoman. Yeah. I think, I think she was way better than Anne Hathaway in, in as Catwoman. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's I love the fact that that yes this is a grounded Batman uh, love the fact that he had journals that he was writing in you know and and it was called and and the cool thing is is that throughout the entire thing he doesn't call himself Batman you know what I mean like and, and no one really calls him Batman you know no one calls him Batman throughout the entire the entire film you know. Uh, the mere fact that the that the journals that he has, it, it, he's calling it the Gotham Project. That's what he's calling it. He's calling it the Gotham Project. You know, Gotham Project Year Two. Like that's fucking awesome. Like I am so excited. You know, to see more of that. Um, for it to be almost three hours long, it did not feel like it was three hours long watching the film. It really didn't. Uh, there is one scene and the, the car chase scene was fucking fantastic. Uh, I'll circle back to it because I want to hear everybody else's thing. Uh, whatever, what else, what everybody else thinks, because there's like, there's this one part where in my head, I, it played differently in my head. And I was, I was just laughing the entire time in my head. Um, but yeah, uh, whoever's next, Ash. Um, I can't even think of what fucking Ben Affleck's Batmobile um because we were talking about the batmobile i was like oh well that's cool it's like a year one batmobile that's cool but when that fucking thing revs up i'm like oh <laughs> that's the motherfucking batmobile and then um as sturdy as that motherfucker is like it's it looks like a corvette or it looks like you it looks like something that's the hard shell body of something but once it's going through everything that it's going through in the chase, uh, gunfire, I'm not going to go through everything, but like, then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like for sure. Once it makes sense that it got sleeker through the year, as opposed to the fucking tumble, you know, fucking the Keaton Batmobile, you know, like, um, but yeah, it was cool. Um, did you guys notice? And I honestly feel like this is an homage to Batman. Return. Most times when Catwoman was shown, it was the same, the same, like, a. am not making a cat sound. I just don't know what fucking instrument they're using. It's like a, like a little scream, but like a little, uh, like a it's, the same, type? it's the same sound they use, like, uh, when Catwoman's busting up the fucking um, shop and then fucking whipping the fucking security guards. It's the same instrument 
that they used when this cat was when they played that i was like oh shit like little things like that i caught uh again i don't i'm just taking it as homage because it just happens to be the same character uh i loved it i do feel like it's one of those um you know like those comic books or those those uh images when it's like detective batman that's how i saw his costume and the i would say the second time oh I very saw much it, like like trench coat like yeah Especially because of the collar and the, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't like, you know, the, the normal, everything fits into the, the cowl. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just, I really, really, really liked it. I liked everybody. Uh, uh, Colin Farrell was very Robert De Niro, but I, again, it fits and I loved it. And at least he didn't try to do an English accent. Uh, and also the Iceberg Lounge. Like, I understand why there's a spinoff with him because his fucking club is going to be so full of Carmine mm-hmm. Falcones, the Maronis. there's going to be full of every like it's probably going to be like a weird where he's almost going to be the anti like I'm I deal with everybody because I'm selling but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like I'm not going to be the like you caught me again Spider-Man Spider-Man Batman but um, <laughs> uh, very very good I love the story everybody fit it was a great puzzle um they didn't bring in characters just to say hey i got harley quinn in it nothing like that it was it all just fit Mm -hmm. into a great puzzle i loved and there is pain in the riddler he's not psychotic he's telling you this is fucking what made me and then i kind of got another little vibe with uh they didn't play it as as like that but like the penguin like you and I are both the same, but you were born with this, and I was born with this. very much the same. Uh, I'm going to give credit to Estevan in that. It, it reminded me as well, but Estevan mentioned it as well. When he's behind the, it was, when, he, uh, when Riddler is finally blah, blah, blah caught, uh, he had the where are they moment. Where are they? Like the, when he's pounding on the glass, mm-hmm. which is very reminiscent of, you know, the Joker Batman. Um, uh, when he finds out, like, uh, uh, like I didn't even catch it till the second time that he didn't even know who he was. Like that's the only one we didn't catch. And I was like, when I saw it the first time, I kind of thought, well, how are they going to do a second one if everybody knows fucking Bruce, or if he knows he's Bruce Wayne? Like he's going to always have that over him. But once I saw it, I once I saw it again, I was like, oh shit! Like, and he, he, he and like like Batman looks side eye, like fuck, you didn't know who I was the whole time. I thought you knew who I was. But great movie, uh, I love it. Uh, with this movie, it made me realize I can appreciate all the Batman movies for what they are, because mm-hmm. I went into I I went into Batfleck horrible. I loved it. I went into this going fucking Twilight to my Batman, and fucking I loved it. But in the buildup to this, it was the you got to see the Lighthouse, bro. You got to see the this. You got to see the these other artistic movies that he's done, like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, very, very good. He's done Twilight, but fucking A, to be honest, if all of us had a chance to do a fucking seven movie deal and make millions of dollars, I don't think any one of us would say no. If you fucking got a sparkle in the sun for that money, then fuck you. Sparkling. Bring the glitter on. Uh, I don't want to be on a pole, but it's a thing. Got it. Um, as far as my thoughts, I love... Oh, thank you. Thank You're- you. Proceed. Is the floor mine? Thank you. 
Um, as long as you do that little hand job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I genuinely loved it. I think it was a great movie. Uh, I liked his portrayal of Batman. Um, I like that we can see the actual pain where he has not really processed um, his trauma. And it's very evident when he sees the child uh, that's featured in the movie and how he's connected to him in a way where it's like, I see myself in you. And so like, I know what you need. And like, I'm going to try to be that for you by saving you in this manner, even though like, I know that you're going to go through some shit because I'm going through that currently. So I like that connection with, um, with the child. I also like the same connection with the Riddler because he kind of played on that, you know, the orphan and like, we're, it, it's supposed to be about the orphans, but it was never about the orphans. So I like the connection between the three characters because I thought there, there was an arc there that it was done beautifully just, you know, to see different orphans but in a different in a different way and how it could play out for all of them and how they're handling it um I also liked um how I want to say like rough and tumble that it was for him because like he's very um young and being Batman or you know a vigilante so he's kind of like trying to express his himself and then trying to still figure out like what is it that I that I'm willing to do what am I not willing to do right and like when Gordon stops him when he's like beating that guy and then he's just like like you're right I like I need to fucking stop um I thought that was cool I thought that was beautifully done uh I agree with all of you that Zoe Kravitz was amazing in this movie she really she really was. I don't think I appreciated the fact that their relationship wasn't like overdone, like over sexualized, like it tends to be like when you have a female male kind of character portrayal like that. I appreciated that. Um, they didn't over sexualize her either, so which I thought was chef's kiss, as I say. Um, I appreciated that as well. Um I do agree with you, Ash. I think you mentioned that the Robert De Niro liked uh, likeness ah, to the character. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, but I I kind of like Robert De Niro in all the gangster movies like that. So uh, obviously, uh, we all of us do. And um, so I truly appreciated that. It was like a nod, and um, so I thought that was also super cool. Um, but overall, I loved the movie a lot. I, again, I knew we all had heard the reviews and how great it was going to be. I, I was expecting it to be great. I just was shocked on how great it was to what my expectation was, and which I appreciate, right? Like, we always appreciate that it, it's above what we expected. Um, but uh, please, I know that we kind of just, wanted to get all of our thoughts so if there's anything else that every yeah please Louis, go ahead <laughs> um to, uh, to be fair ash uh, i saw ash do the thumb thing so i know he had something to say i'll let him go first for the people that say i don't want an emo batman this motherfucker had his is what well, one is year two and then his parents died and or no excuse me it's year two of being batman sorry mm -hmm. but 
the there was a very keen part when he sees his dad on screen and he mm -hmm. dead stops like fucking dead stops like there's a there's little you know like uh yeah bro i'm very very much still dealing with it and then when catwoman says what she says about her own parents like you're like of course of course like fucking um I don't know, man. Like, I get it. And and the people that are going to judge because they think it's a fucking Keanu thing and then, like, nobody liked Keanu into his fucking John Wick. Like, judge what you're going to judge and then fucking jump on board because, you know, whatever. It's all, it's cool to be that fan now. But yeah. the, um, there was that. And then I we, we did uh, mention the Robert De Niro thing. But uh, it's very, very nitpicky. It, it's you, me having to look for things that are wrong. Even playing the riddler psychotic somebody asked what the fuck's when since when has riddler been psychotic like there's one there's fucking stories in the graphic novels and then two like i also have a like an awesome nod where everything that was written in green kind of made me feel like arkham arkham city arkham asylum arkham whatever like yeah this way like um him showing up on screen felt very arkham asylum arkham city because yeah. he always shows up um <clears throat> Uh, there was one more thing that was said, but and, and that's what the second thing was about. But um, go ahead, Louis. Uh, uh, this isn't what I was initially going to say, but uh, as far as being nitpicky, the actor Paul, what's his name? Paul Dano. Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Um, when they finally, and I, uh, uh, I know you say you don't, you don't care, Andres, but uh, I'm good. I still right? feel like, uh, like I still apologize. Uh, he gets unmasked at the end. Like, so the whole movie, he's with the mask, which his voice acting and his body language is great. But when he takes off his mask and you see his the facial expressions that go with it, chilled me to the bone. Like, and I would have loved to see more of him unmasked. Like, because, like, even when he's getting arrested and, like, you can see the officers inflicting pain on him and he has, like, that weird sadistic smile as he's getting cuffed. Uh, at the coffee table and he's like looking mm -hmm. over at uh batman like i was like god damn like um but before i thought it was like uh I, before i thought it was like oh oh like this was all part of my plan which it kind of was but at the same time it was kind of like because of the fucking scene yeah. like it was like it's all gonna work in his head it's yeah. all gonna work out now like you've come to kind of take on the second part of my plan. Like, right. oh, it was good. Like, Dude. again, it was watching in another for me to be yeah. like, boom. And that's how that's how it was for me. Um, but the two things that I wanted to talk about uh, here when I immediately raised my hand, one of them being uh, at the very end of the film when Catwoman's leaving Gotham and she's like, you should leave too. This city's going to kill you. And he's like, I'm going to stay. He's like, you're still, she's like, come with me. And the line that she gives, oh, I forgot you're spoken for when, when she sees the bat. Great signal. fucking line. Because mm -hmm. he, his obsession is the city. Like, mm. And so in many storylines, he never lives a happy life because Gotham is, is, is always his priority, you know? And, and so just kind of there and they don't kiss. They just kind of look at each other and you can see the tension, feel the tension and and she's like, all right, well, uh, he's like, where would you go? So I'm going to Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven, is, okay, I, I see a couple nods. Uh, mm -hmm. That is where the circus is. Uh, I know it's a traveling circus where Dick Grayson uh, mm -hmm. 
and the Flying Graysons. And so that's where Dick Grayson's family dies in Bloodhaven. So, uh, or at least that's where the circus is centered, but I believe it was traveling to. Mm -hmm. But uh, in any case, depending on the rendition that you see, so the exciting piece is part two. It's like, are they going to, they can potentially connect those dots. That's number one that I was like, oh my God, like, that's cool. And then number two, um, (laughs) me and my buddy got into an argument on, on out of the theater the scene where he gets shotgun blasted and he's like about to pass out and he gets the adrenaline that's brightly colored green. Yeah. Uh, and I think you guys know where I'm going with this. It's like the director did everything so specifically. Nothing is a coincidence. And I'm not going to believe that there was a coincidence to something. My buddy is like, oh, no, it was adrenaline. It was adrenaline that he did. I'm like, I don't buy it. A brightly colored Fuck green no. adrenaline. No, that was fucking Venom. That was a trial version of Venom that maybe wasn't released out to the public yet. Like, I don't think it's the same Venom that yeah. Bane uses because that's like a super mm-hmm. dose or whatever. But I do feel it's a version of it because uh, uh, I think it was someone that was talking about it that uh, when uh, Gordon, like, he's hey, back off. Like, because he gets into a rage and he's just like fucking pounding this dude's face, like flattens his face. Like, like Jesus. Yeah. so I'm like, dude, that's fucking Venom. And there's a storyline where he, uh, Batman gets addicted to Venom, like because he's, he's pushing his body to the limit and he, he can't keep up. And so he starts taking experimental drugs, which later turn into Venom. And then he has to kind of wane himself off of it. And I can totally see this as dark and gritty as this, batman universe is i can see that like him taking fucking uh supplements to try to keep his body going and then having to like go through withdrawals and like kind of get off of it like i don't know like i know that seems probably sounds a little too dark and i'm not saying i want darker like nothing like that but just i can see that as a possibility i can see um uh like bloodhaven i can see that and then the last thing I'm going to say, this is just an observation on the fighting. Um, the Christian Bale fighting is, it was like, we saw year zero when he was putting the suit together. And then the scene where he jumps off the rooftop after he talks to Gordon and he like hurts his shoulder and he's like, I want a cape. But then you see him in the bat suit and then automatically I'm a badass. And I'm untouched in Batman Begins anyway. I'm untouched. I just knock out all these dudes with that awesome martial art with just elbows and knees and stuff. And it looked fucking awesome. In this one, though, like, it's year two, but he still fights like a rookie. Like, Mm. he takes fucking licks. And he stumbles and he gets hurt. Like, and it's, it just felt more real. It felt raw. And, like, when he, at the end of the night, when he's taken out, like, you'll see, like, when he goes to the funeral, he has a busted eye. Yeah, he's a black eye. Yeah, and then uh, and then you see him like when he's trying to figure out like uh, the the puzzles with Riddler. When he takes off for sure. He's got like bruises on his back. Like, but like even in the opening scene when he like when all the thugs like surround him, like when he takes a hit, like he stumbles and then but he immediately like kind of bounces back and then goes. Yeah. So I loved seeing that human side of him. Like, oh, he's not unbeatable. Like he's like taking these licks and he's still pushing and all that. And it's just, oh, Jesus Christ. The glider, the glider part is, is how I took the, the Splunky. Yeah. 
like the oh shit now i know never to do that again like ne- i know never to do like this specific mistake again like yeah you know see, that mean? was his first time trying it like you yeah, see yeah. It and then i even like... felt that when he was walking away <laughs> i felt like um toby mcguire my back yeah very very good very 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 good oh i do feel like when the the way the suit comes together is almost like i keep bringing this up like the video game remember when he puts on the suit and it's like like it, yeah. it clicks onto yeah. itself uh you know like there's this muscle but then it's like into the suit i don't know mm-hmm. uh, i said this to a and it was kind of weird where like there was shotguns and there was this and some things kind of took him out and other things i'm standing right here and it's like like the fucking hallway scene which we saw in the trailer like like just shooting him all up and he's fucking fine but there's other things that are like that kind of hurt more i'll say yeah well i mean he took a shotgun point blank uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, when they. Uh, uh, I got yes. you. Uh, yes. Right before the chase scene. Yes. And then like knocked him down or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there, there were so many inconsistencies there. Like, but you it, can make an argument that like one of them was a submachine gun, the other one was bigger rounds. Like it was assault rifle. The, the penguin part when he starts walking towards him, he starts shooting like like a gangster. Like, oh, dude, fucking beautiful. Like. Like I'm coming to you, and I'm going. I'm, I'm, but it was very. Uh, I'm not Robert De Niro. What am I trying to say? Like it was. It's very like uh, main charactery. I, you know, I'm chase. I'm very calm. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, it's so good. And when he's walking towards the like the thugs, and you hear like his fucking combat heavy footsteps, yeah. dude. I'm like, the, oh, you're in it now. The eye contact when they first see each other, did you kind of feel like, oh shit, that's on? Like, yeah, yeah. It's on. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we're, we're yeah. yeah, you're getting under this suit for sure, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was surprisingly funny, also as as oh, as dark as it was. Like, I I was laughing throughout the film, like because it was like heavy tension. It wasn't mm-hmm. like. It wasn't like uh, uncalled for humor, though. It was just a very like yeah. a little, like and the, like the scene we saw in the trailer when he's talking to uh, uh, Selena Kyle. He's like, "You have a lot of cats." Like it came in such a yeah. perfect. They're talking about the murder of a friend, and it's like they're going back and forth, and then it's like you just like <laughs> makes the comment, or even when uh, Gordon tells him, he's like, "You're gonna punch me in the face." Like <laughs> when he gets all in his clothes, like so yeah. gives him the key, and he's like, "You're gonna go yeah. through the sun." Like you know, is like explain to it. Like I, I, I thought that kind of stuff. But was, also in the even even in that serious moment, there's the that's one of the guys that I dealt with. Right. Oh my god. As you're as you're telling me this, there's the other thing that's happening, and then everything. You, you say he's every character movie? is a piece of this fucking movie. Even that yeah. guy that's in three like solemn scenes, and that guy is like. I, it's like almost where's Waldo. Like I, every crucial scene, like it's me. And then even at the end, like, like fuck, it's such a good fucking movie. And then the fucking part where she jumps off the whatever. And because uh, you kind of, again, for me, Arkham City, like, you know, Batman grapples everywhere and she whips everywhere. Like the thing when she jumps off. The, I, I, the scene where she's uh, in the iceberg lounge with the fucking contacts. And he's like trying to give her direction. Yeah. And he's she like, uses it. Oh, and he's like, he's like, look, look at him. He's like, if I do, he's gonna come over. He's like, yeah. I need you to. I need faces. 
She like, like very yeah. happy, like she knew like this yeah. creep was gonna come. They already had that really like the fucking eye contact scene was like the they both knew they're done. Like yeah. uh and that was the beginning of the the no part was the beginning of how Batman's in control of everything, whether you're you're going fucking uh Robin, you go here, Nightwing, you go here. Like I felt that was the beginning of the he's uh taking control of it. Yeah. See, and that she uses it to get him back. Oh, so good. And but he's Daniel kind, Andreas, he, you should have seen it. He's he's borderline a piece of shit, too. Like <laughs> the first words he tells Alfred when he wakes up, it's like you yes, lied to, like to me. Like motherfucker. Like, yeah. But yeah. what I what I do love about that, and you know, and he later does say he's like, yeah. I thought I was over fear, but yeah. the fear of mm-hmm. losing someone I care about. You know, is very alive. You were hey, that wasn't Jerry from Succession, right? Millie or whoever the fucking chick was. That wasn't Jerry no. from Succession, was no, it? No, no, no. That was a no, no. no. Okay. Um, what I'm excited about is because in this first film we saw no growth for Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. That just sky is the limit wherever we go from here. Like he, yeah, like a fucking three hour yeah. movie, two and a half hours. We saw him suited in the bat suit. The only yeah. time he was not in the bat suit was in the fucking at funeral. the funeral, and then when he goes to go see uh, Carmine at the uh, right. lunch. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They even made the twins a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether the three different yeah. entrances, and then like because it was all see, I told you, like there's oh my god, that's even comedy in itself. Yeah. In that there's he picked three different ways to enter this same club. Yeah. Oh my and god, the, the, the first time they meet, he's like, he's like, you're gonna get blood on your suit. He's like, mine are yours. Like yours. I was just mad when he said that like motherfucker. Yeah. I yeah. like I was that I was that little scene like yeah. that. I'm like, <laughs> I like the thing too. Like it was weird because like okay, the one that I would give it up to is the flipped over, walked out, and the fire and he walks it, whatever. Like I give, yeah, of course that's okay. That's a okay. Batman scene. Yes. So here, here's my thing with that. And in my head, like as they did the slow, like, okay, he walked out of the Batmobile, which by the way, was all practical. That's none of that shit CGI. So anyone that's thinking CGI, that entire chase scene, not CGI, especially when the car's jumping out of the fire. Um, so, this the was, so this is, this is what, this is how, how it played in my head. And I thought it was, fucking hilarious and i was laughing in my own head so he's walking out with the fire and the penguins upside down and then how batman gets underneath like i swear to god like i was just like i've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty <laughs> there is a very much uh i've been trying to reach you that i want to make that into a skit the uh, riddler says that and then i want to like he's yeah uh, there is a very much of that scene but sorry behind but the scenes, still, behind the scenes but no for sure no 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 but but it's it's like that movie was was on par where it's just like yeah he he we didn't see bruce at all and i love the fact that you can see how focused yeah. he was in the project or in the gotham project you know what i mean how focused and how driven he was to go ahead and do that a lot of the a lot of the gripes that i heard in people watching the trailer they're like they're like, oh, like Batman's like what makes Batman so menacing and, and and creepy is that you don't see that he's wearing armor. You know, he's like his suits, you know. Right. right. No, but but that no, no, but that's what they're saying. You know, and that's what that's the things that I heard, like, you know, in reactions to to uh, the trailer. But it's like even Keaton, remember when the push putting the gun against his what is that, putty? Like the, even yeah, that yeah. one. No, homie. Sorry, go ahead. 
but that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, like watching the film, it's like, okay, it's his second year doing this. It's like, of course the motherfucker's gonna be armored, bro. Like, there's no way that he's not gonna be armored, you know? Like, there's no way, you know? Um, the and I told this to Ash, and I felt I felt uh, I was kind of like laughing too at the at the end where uh, Batman unlocks the final video, okay? Um, and and <laughs> I was hilarious. I'm just like, what the fuck? Where where Riddler goes, hey guys. Thanks oh, for yeah, the comments. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, and I'm just no, and I'm just like, I'm just like, do we fucking sound like that when we're asking people for likes and comments and shit? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the likes. It's been real nice. And just like the, what the, fuck? the comments like, don't forget the saran wrap, don't forget oh, like, that makes sense. Oh, and then it dude. Because they're fucking on their own creating that. Yeah. Yeah, what you're gonna see, you could absolutely miss it if you're not looking at the comments. Yeah, you know? I, and I love the fact that a few times people were able to figure out, like, if they just dug a little bit deeper, they would have figured out he was Bruce Wayne. Like, Catwoman almost figured it out, you know. Uh, the Riddler almost fucking figured it out. You know, you must I mean? have been born rich. There it is, right there. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Huh? you know uh but it, it's just like fuck dude like i really want to go watch it again i really do me too and i want to do imax some uh rigo said that it's gonna it's bomb in imax i'm kind of oh, yeah down. yeah I, I saw uh the first time i saw it was was an imax and this, mm-hmm. then the last hour because i saw it like later um i wasn't as focused and so Love. i picked, no no no. it's just like i think I, I i didn't nod off but like it was one of those where you had to kind of like sit up because it's like, oh man, like, you know, like just to kind of make sure that I don't yeah, yeah. miss anything. And uh, yeah, because the second time around, like I picked up so many th- little nods that I didn't pick up, which yeah, I, I hate to use this adjective, but it's just delicious in a movie like this. It's like, yeah, you watch it five, six times and you keep yeah. picking up new things and it's like, yeah. it's so rich. There's so many things in Marvel like I don't get like all the little Easter egg like yeah. this one the more I saw it the more like oh like I said the comments thing um dun 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 yeah nobody else heard that dun, 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 dun. <laughs> nobody else heard that no I I, I heard right it. like it yeah. kind of looks like it, it was uh Keaton or not Keaton it, well, every Batman I can't I can't say Val Kilmer and the and uh, Clooney, but like Elfman knew this, and this is that Batman, and this is you know, even fucking the 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 cartoon, and this Batman or the fucking um only jungle music, but like more the tone that Christopher Nolan had with with that Batman, and then this one also has they've all chosen like these grandiose soundtrack sounds yeah. like. It's fucking beautiful. The like they score, all know the score yeah, in this film amazing. was fucking amazing. It, yeah. it was it, the score was on point. It was on point. The the songs that they ended up picking fucking on point, man. The Nirvana, oh. the Nirvana one was fucking a masterpiece. Did you see the remix of 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 Batman Returns when Alfred puts the the he had them the disc and yeah. put it in the whatever, and they're listening to something in the way. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. I know. Uh, Luis, do you know what I'm talking about? Batman Returns when they're yeah. When they're yeah. the only yeah they're they're fucking they're listening to that. <laughs> it's hilarious. But okay, but here's here's the thing. Okay. That, 
If you guys don't get a chance to catch the Batman in theaters, it's going to be on HBO Max April 19th. Very good call. Oh. That's, that's pretty quick. I will be watching that. I will be watching it again. It'll be my... Yeah. So, Andres, do not fret, sir. April 19th. Not that far away. No, sir. Not at all. Not at all. Any final thoughts, guys? I would love to see Mr. Freeze in the sequel. If if Matt Reeves if the if Matt Reeves gets to do it the way that he wants to, I would love to see Mr. Freeze. Um, if they do do Court of Owls, <laughs> that's and it's it's looking like that's a possibility too. By the way, right? Especially with the sins of the father shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. And like. Did anybody yeah, notice the hush spray painted on the walls? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> so yeah. hush is, uh, people are familiar with the hush storyline. Look line. it up. So <laughs> we're not yeah. explaining well, it right now. But you, in the hush storyline. Do you want this to be grounded or do you think like we'll get into, see, not that, Superman, but Clayface? Like, and, there's, you, and there's the big question. Because yeah. if we go freeze, then that goes a little bit more towards the, the metahuman route or same right. way, like if we do poison ivy but if it wants to stay grounded then hush or like a calendar man feel like the obvious choices like calendar man i think well, be victor zaz should be fucking a horror movie batman front oh center. fuck yeah dude hell yeah, yeah. zaz should be fucking horrible like almost seven seven like batman in the movie seven yeah you know who i think would play a perfect victor zaz justin thoreau him I think he would play. If they a didn't use him for Gotham, the guy that has, um, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Because he has like, a, he has great uh, comedic timing as mm-hmm. well as fucking really looks like him, like with prosthetics and like the stuff. Right. The he could be really good. And I'm sad that I think of it because of that, but he he is Zaz in Gotham, right? Yeah. I think yeah. so, yeah. You're right. Oops. Bad. But yeah. Fucking that crazy style could be you. Well, it seems like yes, Ash. It seems like there's something. No, no, I, I, I am done. I just I was thinking of how much we fucking geeked out of the movie, but like, like can't help it. I think we geeked out more on this movie than fucking No Way Home, to be honest. And there was a lot more, you know. I, mean, I don't know if it was the expectation. How do you say that? I was I was comparing that also, but it's yeah, it's very different. And we were still key, like low key about it because some one of us hasn't seen it, so like and we were trying to be at least you can't place what we're talking about. Kind of. Yeah, you gotta shut me up, Carmen. Just be like fucking the Rock says, like I'm good. But then Carmen's- I start talking, and then you also start talking, so it really doesn't matter whether I say stop or not. I thought you were gonna say it doesn't matter what you think. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like get it, Carmen. <laughs> Carmen says, "Shut the fuck up and let her finish the show." <laughs> I want to go to sleep. But um, no, I do want to hear everybody's thoughts that listens to us, because um, I'm sure that you all have seen the movie. Um, or if you haven't seen the movie, you'll probably tell us when you do see it. But nonetheless, from what you heard, and you should have not heard this, because you should have stopped watching it and then gone to go watch the movie. Um, tell us what your thoughts were. What did you like? What worked for you? What was your favorite part of it? Uh, you heard us a whole almost hour conversation on the breakdown of the movie on what we our thoughts were and I'm sure that we will be talking about even more as the coming weeks go by because we'll probably rewatch it again and find more things that we've missed and we haven't talked about 
Um, so don't fret. We will catch up. Um, and for now, that's it. Please uh, comment, subscribe, like, uh, interact with us because we love it. So good night, good morning, and thank you for listening. Goodbye. We are comics and we are everywhere. <laughs>